are live. I know we've just met and this may sound crazy, but here's my number. Call me maybe. Hello, we are Pixel Pints. We're the only podcast that talks about two things that we enjoy, which is good beer and video games. We're not here to promote drinking. Please drink responsibly. Any beers or breweries or Taylor Swift that, uh, that we may be talking about aren't sponsoring us. Um, you know that's not Taylor Swift, right? Is it not? I don't know. It's Carly Rae Jemsen. <laughs> Whatever. Shit pop song, I assume it's Taylor Swift. A pretty good pop song, though, isn't it? It's a bit of an earworm, yeah. Yeah, Yeah. that's exactly what I was going to say. It's an earworm. It's one that um, got worse when the Olympics decide to make it a thing. I remember it from the episode of um, The Good Wife. Hmm. Um, Where the quirky lawyer um, said, this is a song, right? And they says, yeah, from a few years ago. and um that, yeah so i remember it from a tv show not an actual not because of the actual song um mm. uh you can find us on social media at pixel underscore points on twitter and at pixel points pod on instagram you will find nearly all of our shows archived on our youtube channel just go to youtube.com and search for pixel points um all right quickly go around the room liam how's things with you I'm well, having a good time, playing games, chilling. Got two weeks off now, so I'm happy. Do you, what have you got your sofa replaced yet? No, no, I haven't. I'm still dealing with the people across the pond in China, and and honestly, I, I don't think I'm getting the other half of that sofa. So, <laughs> it, yeah, um, I I, <laughs> I put it behind like uh, a, a chest of drawers. <laughs> the other day so it's out of the way because it just staying in the middle of my living room is really pissing me off so that, that that's done not thinking about it apart from right now <laughs> so just to, for a lesson for people be careful when you spot a deal online yeah it may not be as good as you might think uh mikey how are things in pennsylvania uh overall pretty good um been having a bit of a head cold and repeated cases of poison ivy from doing too much yard work but other than that everything's been actually really uh, really nice here the weather's been so that's why i've been out doing a whole bunch of yard work because it's be a crime not to do you do you what do you do with your poison ivy do you and i use um, it to poison people or do you just no why, no, why do you uh, grow so much of it that would be a bit silly no i anyway, actively try to obfuscate it to crush it and get it out of my life but well just as long as it's not japanese not weed um i can i could tell you that why why i know far too much about japanese not weed but it would be really boring mitch how are things in la la is good busy tired but what else is i heard of I heard a rumor that later on today you're going to be playing uh, nude beach volleyball with a load of other developers from different studios around LA. Is that something that regularly happens? And when do the police get involved to shut these kinds of... Um... Actually, no, we all just get in a corner and we play Dead or Alive 4. That doesn't sound nearly as homoerotic. It's a little bit disappointing. <laughs> And do do pretend to, that 
do you like hold a shaky cam off its end and pretend that it's you guys who's pl who's actually playing or no, just play Dead or Alive 4. Just so you know, gotta make sure we get those real time boob physics working out right. That's like ex extra real time. Like, it's more than real time. It's like super time. Yeah. I, um, going back to Yakuza 0, um, I was just happened to be looking around the map because I couldn't figure out where the fuck to go again. And um, it said. Uh, you can watch erotic videos here. And I was thinking, what? Checks to make sure Mrs. McConnell isn't in the room. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't matter because I will never go there. <laughs> I'd be curious to know what um, the even I highly recommend you go in that room. It's quite funny. Mm. <laughs> it, it, the, I'm, I'm absolutely critical pathing the entire thing. Um, couldn't care less about anything doing anything all i want is the um the achievement at the end to say i've completed the story and then i can send it to evan matt and say there you go um but uh, if we want to do a very very quick um uh no i'll save it for the the actual topic of the show mitch are you ready tr to transition and we'll do some beer talk And star swipe and yes, and just anim animations from um, PowerPoint. So what have we got today? I picked up from Ansbach and Hobday the ordinary bitter. Um, so this is it's not particularly strong. It's three point seven percent ABV, um, but I really like the beers from. Ansbach and Hobday, and they've started doing this thing where they go to Dublin and troll people who drink Guinness, because um, they do a um, a similar style stout, and they think it's better. Um, so they've they've been trying to get people to blind taste um, their stout as opposed to Guinness. Um, uh, but one thing I do like about their cans is they've got a little pigeon with a bowler hat on it. That is top notch. Uh, but yeah, it is just basically a proper, what I would call a proper bitter. Nice. Really malty, not particularly hoppy at all. Um, and then what I've got is presumably what they have in the fridges um, on the Milano and in nowhere for the Guardians of the Galaxy to drink, which is beer ton mixtape mm. nice um which is a session ipa which came out really heavily carbonated i mean three quarters of the glass was head at one point um but this is that's so much more fruity um but i just fancied changing up because i've been drinking too many ipas pilsners and lagers recently so i thought i'd have something a bit richer um in flavor and get a, a proper bitter um, it looks like Liam is drinking out of a jam jar. <laughs> Liquid jam? Um, tea. <laughs> tea out of a jam jar. Very potent tea. I'm, I'm detoxifying tea. I'm detoxifying. You know, Which might, might be impossible for me, quite frankly, but, but you know, we'll try. Uh, you know the best way to detox? 
is just drink lots of water and don't drink any alcohol or caffeine. Well, I'm, I'm pretty much okay in that regard. Yeah. Um, that's, that's the best way to detox. Um, so cut down on your red meat and seafood intake. Um, don't drink oh, any alcohol. Absolutely unacceptable. No, <laughs> no, can't do that. <laughs> um, and then cut out alcohol and caffeine and your detox. Can do that. So you don't need any of these mocha, coffee, enema things to try and detox. It's all bollocks. You know, I'm a very um, anti-millennial uh, person, uh, but I tried avocado toast the other day. This is pretty good. I thought you were going to say I'm a very anti-millennial person, but I had an enema the other day. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I, I was going to say there's a there's a cool little like breakfast brunch place near my apartment that serves actually really good like avocado toast. But like it's because they have their own spread underneath the avocado. That's like a, a garlic, uh, a nice good garlic butter. Oh, it's so good. And let's just say for the price you pay, they don't jip you on avocado. They give you a shit ton of avocado. And I'm like, I appreciate that. You know, at least you grow, you're in a country where you can actually grow them. Um, also, Mikey, I, mean, just... I, I like how uh, I like how your daughter comes for just beer talk. It's like she knew beer talk was happening. She just <laughs> pops in. <laughs> she gets bored enough and leaves. She's like, like beer any... talk's over. Oh, and now she's back. Oh, means we have to Daddy keep talking about beer. Oh. <laughs> just kidding. Okay, all right, fine, fine. Here we go. Um, I found these at my local uh, brewery. Not local brewery, my local distributor, uh, Outlaw Mile High Light Beer, and I bought it. I almost want you to say brewery because distributor made it sound like it was a drug drug dealer. <laughs> my my brew distributor, my brew distributor. Um, I got them because I have friends and family that come over who want a beer, who don't appreciate the good beers I have, so I don't want to give them a good beer. And I saw, but I also refuse to actually purchase something like a bush light or anything like that to keep in my house. So I saw these outlaw mile high beer. They have like logos everywhere. Let's see, da daredevil since 1859. Enjoy the cold. Punch the pickaxe. Just all these different things, and uh, it was thirteen dollars for a case, and it is absolutely unoffensive. That is the best thing I can say about it. It is unoffensive. Like, it punches neither above nor below its weight class of intended. And I'm glad to be able to give these to other people. So now if we know, if anyone visits Mikey and he breaks out the outlaws, um, he doesn't think you're worthy of the good beer. The gradient will be from outlaw beer up to Abelor 12 year. How much I like you. Right. Has anyone got anything else? Uh, Mitch, you on the sugar-free Red Bull? Mm, yep. Just today. <laughs> I, I'm trying yeah. to like... I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> just like opening her mouth. Ah. Um, anyway, um, uh, basically I'm trying to like... Because I wake up so early now to go work out, I try to like have a a caffeinated beverage before i get there um just so i 
try to wake myself up, but I'm trying to, I think I'm going to do it one more week. And then after that, I'm going to try to go without the caffeinated beverage and see if my body can have enough energy to work out in the morning. So it will do. You just um, need to get into the routine of um, doing it and your body will adjust. That's why um, I was hoping the caffeine would help me to adjust. And then I can start gaining off the caffeine in the morning and just have it in the afternoon when I get tired. <laughs> Yeah, because what will, what will you can actually train your body to work on a twenty six hour day if you want. People but I don't. don't. I don't, know, I don't work twenty six hours. Know. Let me make that clear. I'm not working twenty six hours a day. But, no, that's just normal crunch time at uh, Naughty Dog, isn't it? Oh, we have to take power naps, Mitch. Power naps. Power naps. Very good thing. I am not. I mean, I'm not working that much. I am working a simple eight hour day. 40 hours a week, I promise. You could, you could go like the Royal Navy, four hours on, four hours off, watch and watch. Right, enough of that. Shall we talk about our anticipation for not the summer of gaming? What, 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 is, what is this thing overall meant to be now? Because we've, no, we've got no E3, we've got... Jeff Keighley summer yeah. is it still called Summer Game Fest? Summer Game yeah, Fest. It will. Yeah. I find that less and less interesting each year it's on. Um Oh, I find it more before, interesting just because he gets more exclusives as of late. Uh, but one thing that I have seen recently, um, Mitch, I'm sure you will be paying a keen eye on the advertising for Starfield because adverts have started appearing on um YouTube, and I even saw them on the side of some London buses earlier on today. So Ooh. if they're paying for advertising, I'm assuming that that means the game is definitely going to get released. However, they, they did that with Halo Infinite. So they printed the Xbox boxes with Halo on them. Like you could play yeah. it that day, and you can't. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but I'm, I'd say with, I don't know, some level of certainty that you will be streaming Starfield this year. It's not. It, it's looking less and less likely it's going to get pushed until next year. That's fine. As long as it's, as long as it's not Redfall. Oh God. I don't. Maybe. 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 Uh, Berkoff might give me some sympathy if it's as as bad as Redfall, and say you don't have don't to play know. it. I don't think it could be. Well, on that, I was just listening, finished off listening to the podquisition before getting on with you guys, and apparently the mock reviewers weren't external. They did the mock reviews internally. No, that's not what Phil Spencer said. He said they were an external company. That, like, well, mock reviewers. It's a mixed bag. It is some. Ah, oh, can't say. I can't say this. It's not correct. <laughs> Let me just tell you, there's no such thing as internal mock reviewers. It's not a legit thing. Well, this is what um, Laura Dale was saying, because she, she said she's done mock reviews for games in the past. Um, and it appears that they've used mock reviewers from Microsoft internally to do some of the mock reviews for Redfall. Um, I doubt that. I really sincerely I, I, doubt that. Think you've got to be monumentally stupid there if you've done that. Um, yeah, but I mean, technically, wouldn't that be like Bethesda? Like, we really worked on, like, Microsoft. You weren't the workings on, so you can be an outside party to come mm -hmm. and look at this game. 
No, like no, it's 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 wrong. Normally, it's like, you'd, right. you'd get someone from a news outlet slap an NDA on them and say, "Review, do a mock review for this as of day and date." Yeah. Um, I mean, would, would the company even hire internal mock reviews? Like a waste of money, really. When you can just hire them externally when you need them. Yeah. Well, no, but if they did do it internally and got people to mock review it who weren't actually reviewers and potentially. What she was saying, some of the people may have even worked on the game. That's bull. I yeah. it, it'd be interesting. I think people are mistaking what mock reviews are for just internal evaluation. QA. No, no, not QA. Think, not even QA. Yeah, QA yeah, doesn't yeah, review QA. the game. Oh. They just it's Which evaluation. Is the I brought it up because she's she is a proper video game journalist. She knows what she's doing. So her saying that they may have used people internally who aren't games journalists to do mock reviews for a game would seem monumentally stupid if that sounds like happened. something microsoft would do though right <laughs> well yeah this is what i mean they, they, i mean it's something phil spencer making... would definitely want to do right like because he doesn't know what he's doing right <laughs> well he's too busy playing vampire survivors apparently oh no no um, he's too busy understanding it. he's too busy trying to not make good games because they don't help you yeah. Um, right. Show it with the summer game shows coming up. Um, since we're talking about Microsoft, should we talk about Microsoft? Did you want to go in order, or do you want to go with Microsoft first? I don't actually know the order. I don't remember the order of who's going first. Except, I guess well, it's who's going first. It's PlayStation. Well, well, it's only goes first we, on we Wednesday. Start with Microsoft, and you know, because I, I think everybody's maybe not going to be as positive on Microsoft as as expected. So you could go like Microsoft. Jeff Keighley, Ubisoft, PlayStation, I guess. Something like that, maybe. Nah, let's just if go in can... order. It's easier. Let's just go. Because, like, yeah. PlayStation happens on Wednesday. It, Might as well. Even though I'm not going to say anything. Ubisoft. I'm just going to sit here and say nothing. But mm -hmm. it's probably better just yep. to go in order. Yeah. I, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm kind of hyped out. I, I, my, my level of hypeness for anything at the moment is so very low. Um, like I have to be honest, I have high hopes and uh, for actual things that are coming out over the summer, more so than necessarily the collection of uh, of the summer game fest, naughty three other stuff that's happening. I'm which in a way is when I get actually the best surprises is when I'm not sitting there like, pounding my hands on a on a table hoping for a specific game or something because to be honest I don't really know of anything that I'm like that I can have any reasonable expectations like I'm not getting a Half-Life 3 like like that's not popping <laughs> up I'm I'm not getting not that you've said I'm it. not getting I'm not <laughs> getting Portal 3 I'm not getting like any of these things and so I'm excited for kind of the pure mystery of what people want to show um which is why i was like i am excited for sony because i'm like well i don't really know what sony has in the bag like at the moment um because a lot of their big their big boys and girls have already hit like your god of wars your horizons and of course they got more stuff um cooking but like 
there's stuff that eventually could pop from Naughty Dog or like either Last of Us multiplayer related or new IP or nothing at all. Um, but they'll probably do something in regards to Spider-Man because it seems to be a very, very poorly kept secret. Um, but they'll probably do something about that. But all basically all are surprises to me and I'm like, that's a good thing. Like it's, I'm not holding them towards anything because I don't expect anything of them for the rest of the year. Um, do you guys have any? See, we're going to see um, Spider-Man Two. Obviously, if they don't show that, I think it would be a disservice. Um, I think Insomniac will tease us a bit more, potentially with something to do with the Wolverine, even if it's just another teaser trailer or concept trailer. Um, I think Mitch is going to get up on stage and um, show people how the adaptive controller works for PS5. Um, on factions. That, yeah, if that if that doesn't happen, the, the whole thing's just going to go down scale down scale quickly, in my estimation. Um, have you actually used that thing for your work? Can you say whether or not you've used it? Because they they have announced it, and it does work on games. I cannot say. Okay. I'm. It, yeah, it's very awesome. I can say that. <laughs> Use it of how you will of of that phrasing, but yeah, I can't. That's it's very cool. Yeah. Um. Other than that, I think people will do um the whole Nintendo fan batshit crazy stuff like Liam always hates, um, and expect uh the next trailer for God of War three. Um. Let's see. Um, and I'm assuming there'll be some kind of JRPG section where Liam et al. can kind of kind of shower themselves in Final Fantasy 16 glory. Just lay there. With are the, any of turn, are turn, any of you three actually intending to play Final Fantasy 16? Just oh, well, I'm, of course. Okay. That's a given. Just, just, just very one. much a given. How no, like, dare you assume such a horrible thing that we would not I, play one of the most anticipated games of the year, and it's also looking like a fucking amazing Final Fantasy game. Well, that's it, it's well, like um, Miguel that, right now freaking out over Zelda. That, that'll be me in like a month and a bit. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, yeah. Like, if I have the time. I absolutely do want to play Final Fantasy 16 because it's, to be honest, the first Final Fantasy I've actually wanted to play. Like, like it has drawn me in. I, I don't know since when. I, I don't know if there's been a Final Fantasy that I actually really wanted to play. Because um, I mean, I've... It's been pretty slim pickings recently. Yeah, I mean, I've owned... Like, I definitely didn't... I did not attach anything to, like, the, your the tens or other stuff like that um up through whatever and 15 had no allure for me and i bought seven um and to be honest i still haven't finished it um remake like, or the original the re uh remake um wow. like it was something i remember watching uh my friends play growing up like the original seven so i have actually the only final fantasy game i've ever finished is crisis core I love I, I feel I, uh, it's fifteen. And then, oh, and that's cause, that's that's because I borrowed a, a PSP uh, to 
and took it on vacation and so i had a lot of time and so i beat crisis core but that's the only final fantasy i've ever actually finished well technically 15 reminds me more of uh 13 so that's why i'm more excited about it because i loved yeah. i loved a lot of aspects of 13 um yeah. it looks good it looks good i i hope that i have time to actually play it i don't know if they'll maybe they'll show like a trailer of this of this one i'm not sure like they've shown so much of that game and it's and according to their statement don't read anything I, out of what i'm saying I, right now I according to their it's... statement they said they're going to show off a lot of new things rather than things we already know. well include some new things i think is what their phrasing was you mean you mean sony um with their showcase thingamajig um circus thank you which yeah, is it, and they're going to focus on third party as well um is what some, said in some, the no, no no not, not focus they just said that some third part some surprises yeah. from third party partners or something like that um and the and the only thing that would actually get me to stand up and scream would be either a Bloodborne remake or a Bloodborne. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> so, sorry. Um, sorry. So why don't we go around the room time. really quick without me? That's why I'm the one posing this question. I'm not going to make any bold predictions. I'm not going to comment on this event at all. Um, what is going to be the big splash or the bit not the big splash we already said you guys already said that um spider-man feels like it's gonna be the big splash because they keep saying it comes coming out at the end of this year i'm um, in q4 um but uh what do you think is going to be the biggest surprise from the showcase because the showcase is not the not the uh the state of plays the showcases usually have a big surprise somewhere so like what do you think is the big surprise or would be I think um, they're going to say that they're going to buy Square Enix and stop Square uh, Square Enix from um, and further investing into NFTs, crypto, and all of that other bullshit that they seem obsessed with. <laughs> Jim Ryan comes on stage and just says that. <laughs> that would be amazing. Brings the CEO of Square Enix on and pistol whips him. <laughs> oh no, no, no! He brings him on stage. He tells them. Uh, we we bought Square Enix. Turns to him and goes, "We're stopping NFTs, right?" And then makes him shake his head, "Yes." <laughs> <laughs> and this is this is um, one of the things that I know you guys are really excited about Final Fantasy sixteen. I have no affinity for the for the franchise. I don't um, either. I by care. the way, I have no affinity yeah. for it. I can. Well, that's the beauty, Keith. This can be your first time. Because with every entry, it's a brand new thing. No, but then it can't be called Final Fantasy because it might as well be called Ongoing Fantasy. It's and also, some, also some of the Final Fantasies have had multiple parts to them. So, yeah. like, <laughs> so it should Church be the, should, when it's a sequel to its own, it should be the Final Final Fantasy. <laughs> Final Final Fantasy 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 Lightning McQueen Returns remake part two um (laughs) i i'm going to go a bit wild and not just because mitch is on um but i'm going to say we're going to see the first um developer doc for the um multiplayer game that's being made by naughty dog factions part 
Yes. Yeah. I think that's going to be the big surprise. Mike, it, I think I think I think there's a possibility. Um, I it might be a surprise, but not like necessarily a great surprise. But there, I think there's a non-zero chance they show the new skew of the PlayStation Five with the like attachable dr drive. I think there's a non-zero chance that they show that. Um, maybe not in person. Well, I is this an in-person or is it just a video? No, no, it's uh, online only. Okay, okay. Um. Uh, but it's, so it's a, like a pre-prepped video. Okay. Um, I think there's non-zero chance that they show that. Um, I do think that we'll get something from Naughty Dog. It's either going to be factions, which is kind of what people expect. Like, and I, I, and they're going to have surprises for that whenever they show it, whether it's here or later down the road. Um, or they're going to subvert that and say like, yes, factions, whatever is coming, but here's the thing that we're doing to take a break. Not take a break, but you know, refresh our mind and spirits uh, from working on Last of Us stuff because that's kind of all they've been doing for the last um, several years, like I, via two and remake and um, all the, that sorts of stuff. Because I I know they love their work, like I know they love I've their got, work. I've got another bold prediction, which but is... those are the only things that I kind of think could actually happen, as well as with kind of a blowout of Spider Man. Um, they are going to show a teaser trailer for the next um, TV show adaptation. Did you think about like God of War or Horizon? Or which one are you thinking of? Uh, isn't, it a, uh, isn't it a Twisted Metal? Yeah. Well, yeah, so it's I be, mean, that... Oh, God. It's the only one that's filmed anything, so it can only be Twisted Metal. Yeah, so I think they're going to do the first extended trailer for Twisted Metal or they are going to um, show the sneaky side project for when they were filming um, the Last of Us TV show they were secretly also filming alongside it the Days Gone TV show so they're but going to have you, Days you, Gone you do realise uh, that they are making a Days Gone film yeah <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it was it was a simul it was a simul shoot. Yeah, so they'd film shooting um, the Last of Us, and they just went right zombies switch switch over. So you're no longer mushroom zombies; you're different zombies now. Um, Take off the corpuscles. Yeah, and then they just went through zombie makeup, and then they ran along as a horde. And day's gone. It's done. It's really easy making films and TV shows and video games. So I heard. Okay, done. Yeah. So, uh, Liam. Um, I guess um, if I had to predict anything, I, I think uh, that Tori Barlock's new IP, which is basically a science fiction video game, is probably going to debut here. At least I'm kind of hoping. I think that would be a cool, a cool uh, thing to show off. Um, Star but, of uh, War. <laughs> I don't know. Hopefully, hopefully it's something dark and cool and like uh, interesting. Well, like completely different from God of War. Completely different. Not like the Callisto Um So flipping this question on his head then, and not just because uh, Mitch can't say whether or not he's going to be there showing off how the adaptive controller works, because um, obviously that, that would be the most disappointing thing if he, was, if he wasn't there doing that. Um, what would disappoint you about this presentation? Because I can think of something that would definitely disappoint me. 
Um, I'd like to say if they spend way too long on random indie games, PSVR games. There you go, PSVR two. Um, yeah. So here, here's the thing. I'm like, I'm, I will be disappointed either way if they, whatever they do with PSVR two, because if they don't do anything, it's just <laughs> yeah. showing. It's just showing again that Sony will not support this thing, even though it's kind of the coolest or the best one. Then, which is why we shouldn't have faith in it, and why we shouldn't buy it, and which is why it's going to die. But that, and, that, that or, is the distinction, though. Like, because you want indie games to be there, you want PSVR games. To correct. Be there. You just don't like, want to take all of the time and line. Exactly. Well, exactly. That's why the showcase is over an hour. Still, still, yeah. Like, remember still. Wonder Book, Mitch? I do. I remember <laughs> Book. You remember? Oh, was it Ma Mouse Two or whatever it's called? Uh, uh, the one that won yeah. a best VR game. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. But I mean, yeah, um, but yes. So, I, 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 they either have to hit a sweet spot or they can't really win because they have to show that they're supporting that system. Because I want people to make more stuff for it and to support it. But I also don't don't want them to waste my time <laughs> in this in like the premium showcase with PSVR two stuff. So, actually, actually, here, here here's one good surprise that they could do if they. Oh, yeah. I think you're about to mention what I was thinking of. If um they announce a the ability to get Half Life Alex is coming to PSVR two. Yeah. I, I, I think that say, that'd be the I biggest get. Something along those lines, which is actually we're not going to. Um, lock the software so we're going to open up and make it more open source so that you can use PSVR 2 with your PC that would be a massive announcement um, so people don't have to think about Oculus headsets and things like that, you can just PSVR 2 is a, a, an amazing entry point into VR without having to spend um, I don't know, multiple crap tons of money um, but yeah, I think I that would be a bonkersly amazing thing because from my perspective Sony could not lose if they did that because they sell more hardware because yeah. way more people would buy their system or would buy PSVR 2 if they could use it natively on a PC than um, just the even though they have a big install base uh, a big install base of PS5 owners the people who play P uh, VR there's a bigger install base on PC. Yep. Um, it, it would be very astute of them to do that, especially after they failed to meet sales expectations with it so far. It was just like their uh, their games. One year later, PC. PSVR, PSVR two. One year later, PC support. Yeah, it's one of the, um, it's one of these things during this whole section. I'm trying not to look at me. Because um, I know he said one time we were talking about PlayStation. He said, "I think I'm going to shut my camera off, so you can't see my facial expression." <laughs> so what I'm trying to do is just not look in. I've been staring um, at him this whole time. I've given well, you Mitch, nothing. Mitch, <laughs> I've given, Mitch, I, I'm literally just, staring just off a, at a different screen while you all are having a conversation right now. <laughs> yeah, just take just take a screenshot. You just need to take a screenshot of your face like this, and, and then paste it over your camera, like your camera feed, until we're done talking about PlayStation. Oh, just something like. Uh, so, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> are, are we? Are we kind of? Are we done with PlayStation? I think we are. Let's move on so Mitch can actually uh, talk. I just. Um, um, I, I could say a 
few more things. Okay, go for well, it. Just letting you know, I have a hard out in about half an hour, at about okay. eleven eleven thirty my time. So I was just saying, I think the most exciting thing about this is is not having any idea what might show up. Personally, like, like mm -hmm. you would hope. Like, I'm not hoping for like, say, oh, like Twisted Metal shows up or something like that. I'm more like hoping. I want them to surprise me. I want them to show something that I wasn't expecting and go, oh, that's awesome. What, they're making this new game with this developer nobody expected? Oh, that's cool. Interesting. Yeah. And, and yeah. even, like, the, the quantities that we do know about, like, say, Naughty Dog, for instance, like, what Naughty Dog working on other than the multiplayer game? Are they doing Last of Us 3? Are they doing a new IP? Are they doing another Uncharted game? Is there another Uncharted game with some other studio or something? Who knows? Well, the, um, um, oh Christ, I've forgotten Mitch's boss's 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 name. God. Herman Holst. Neil Druckmann. Um, Neil, Neil Druckmann. He's, um, no, that, he has, he's not he God. Anything. He's not God. He's just, he's one tier below God. He's a demigod. Um, he's, demigod he said that he hasn't got any idea what to do for a Lost of Us Part 3. Nah, lies. He's contradicted himself multiple times on that. Has he? He literally well, said, that. I have an outline oh. <laughs> ready and done for the game like yeah, two but, years ago and you know it's but, don't yeah, believe there's anything there's, there's, there's a difference between an outline and actually having a scripted story and pre-production and mm -hmm. anything like that so i wouldn't believe anything he says i i, I try not to believe anything that yeah. anyone says that's why i have no friends um <laughs> speaking of having no friends who's next on the list is it microsoft summer game fest is it okay well, the no Jackie sock show. The no, the no sock show. We've we've gone from me having no friends to Jeff Keighley, who is friends with literally everyone on the planet, um, mainly because he's rich enough to buy all their friendships. Uh, but mainly, but he always he's always in love with Kojima. Bubbles. We know that. Yeah. <laughs> we know he has one lover, and that's Kojima. <laughs> has, has, has he announced anything big that's going to be uh, because one of these things one of the things that I, I forgot to mention earlier on is if this is building up to E3 right now we would have had stuff leaked already about what's going to be shown and who's going to be there whereas this time around I haven't seen any leaks about what might get shown well I guess the, the but the element you got to think about too is like when we get to like the game awards not very much of what is going to be shown at the game awards leaks so like I'm not surprised. Keely's probably has a really good Keely of all people probably knows how to shut that shit down. <laughs> For how many years he's been doing the business and being like, these are the people I can only trust with this information. These are the people I can trust only with the trailers. And everyone else is gonna be left in the dark. They just know we have a video for this amount of time and it's this long. And then we'll transition to another thing. And that's what he tells everyone else, but then only like a select crew of people know exactly which trailer goes where or which surprise goes where or which special guest goes where. Mm -hmm. um, it's only until yep. usually like the day before where like you have all the camera crew and then you're doing the dress rehearsal to like practice all the staging and having people come in and out is when you potentially could have a leak for Keely, but... I mean, yeah, um, for... um, I remember uh, um, a, a couple of, so a couple of years ago um, when he debuted The Last of Us Part One, and it Sony leaked it themselves on their website like a few hours before the actual show. <laughs> oh yeah, last year, yes, 
Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. Well, he's, he's, I, re- I, I remember that day very well of us just of me showing up to work and just going, uh, Sony posted the trailer already? What? <laughs> no. Kibasa? It came from Como inside. <laughs> we stabbed ourselves. So, what's, what's, what's been officially announced is that, that there are 40 people partnering um, with Summer Games Fest. A cross-industry um, showcase. No, no, sorry. sorry. Including... It's Summer Game Fest. I think if they call it Summer Games Fest, the Olympics would sue him. Because I think um, they, I think uh, they've tagged summer games as like trademark. <laughs> so what is the one game of the summer? That's the question we're trying to get to here. Well, allegedly, um, we're trying to fest. It could be something from Netflix because they're one of the partners. Samsung mm-hmm. Gaming Hub is well, one of the partners. I'm assuming like, that's going to be. Technically, Keely has a bunch of partners, but they technically all don't show stuff. I yeah, think he, I think he just has partners to, to show off on like commercials and things like that. Yeah. So like, yeah. Netflix might have Adver- a commercial or or even like the, so like just because they're a partner does not mean they're going to actually show something on stage like a game. I think they just are going to have a commercial yeah, or a sponsor. Yeah, because yeah. one yeah. of the other like Razer, that's yeah. Razer exactly. is just going to be a, a commercial advertising partner rather than a developer who they've got on there you know gamers we like to shave (laughs) yeah the um i think june 8th um will this isn't the easy allies podcast we're not taking bets or whatever but what instance if any via via uh, either voice or uh visual how many times will we uh get a whiff of kyle bossman on june 8th Mm -hmm. Zero. Oh, so Jeff Keighley will be wearing his scent. That's that. So many uh, times I'm away. gonna go with zero. He wasn't there last year. Yeah, I well, think he only um, pops up at the game awards. Yeah, um, he wasn't he, even at the game awards he, last he year. Yeah, he wasn't. Yeah, uh, no, no, he um, he was a voice. He was not like he did an intro for one thing. Because I was like, oh, Kyle Bossman. Like I heard Kyle Bossman's voice. That was the only thing we. That was the last thing. Like. Or one of Jeff's things that we got to we got to see if it, if it wasn't the last one, it was the previous one. We had Kyle Bossman doing like an opening announcement voice, like of like, and here is blank, and I can go pull it up for you if it's needed. But um, I do know that he will be there because I know he's going to be at um, immediately following this. He'll be at one of the um, the days of devs. No, no, the the uh, he will be on the Easy Alley's podcast that week so he will be in the area so i know he's going to be in la for summer game fest so uh, he just may be there for like, his own youtube channel i highly doubt he's ever gonna he's gonna be in the summer game fest um especially because it's the way that they've the way that show has transformed it's transformed much mm-hmm. more into like a press conference press conference presentation than a skit and kyle boston oh, yeah, is no, a no. skit man yeah. he's not a presentation yes. man and so, like, I right. don't see him being involved. He could be at the Keeley Three Days of Play, which is like their their like yeah. on site play all these demos yeah. of all these titles that we just yeah. announced at Summer Game Fest. But yeah. I don't see him ever being in on stage or even in voice because I don't even recall hearing his voice for anything except for gotcha. multiple years ago. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It, it wasn't like, oh, are we gonna see him? It's just I know he 
still works a lot with Keeley for different things, and that he'll be in LA during the whole week of Summer Game Fest. It's um, it's interesting this year for Summer Game Fest only for the fact that PlayStation is actually doing a showcase over Justice State of Play before the summer yep. season because usually PlayStation does not do a showcase this correct in the summer they usually do it in the fall so it is interesting to see them position themselves this way because it actually then limits what they can do with Jeff Keighley like if yep. we if if there was a PlayStation showcase last year I mean I'm not going to say this verbatim like as like this is truth but I prob I would assume when we announced last of us part one and talked about the tv show we probably would have been at our own that the showcase not keely right because we yeah there wasn't a yeah. bigger stage for that right so yeah. i'm seriously now a little more on the edge of like i don't know if he's gonna have a lot to show yeah or like oh, what he's really gonna have to show um, was, was sony's last a pc port of the playstation game though like go stream or something. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, something like that. PlayStation's less significant. That, I was going to say because e, EA cancelled uh, their. That's fair. Yeah. Presentation. Mm -hmm. So, um, so Jeff yeah, is going to get. Jeff has got basically all of EA stuff. He is going to be the the mouthpiece for EA, um, unless EA don't have anything. EA to show. has nothing. I'm just going to put that because they, they just released their financial statement and there's literally nothing coming out in this fiscal year from that. Is it that you've got um, all, the, all the future stuff to look forward to then, Liam? I mean, I, they could show Dragon Age or Mass Effect, but I don't think they will. I don't think so yeah. either. I think they might show the first footage from um, EA Soccer Club or whatever they're calling it now. Oh, the uh, football game? Yeah. Not FIFA. Yeah. And Madden. It's gonna be the update of Madden as well, because keep keep your um keep your major sports franchises rolling. Well but um, they might just do what they've been doing the past few years rather smartly, which is just using their social media channels to advertise their games. Which I yeah. think is you know, because it's just like nobody's tuning Summit Games Fest except like that. <laughs> they show Madden. You know, it's just, yeah. No, like the last the last thing that could have been is already out, which is Jedi Survivor, like yeah, like that t caliber of game from them, and I mean sadly, like uh, sadly they uh, kibosh the um, any kind of Alice three, like I I enjoyed the the American McGee's Alice games, like and but uh, they rejected his um his what is it a design doc or a playbook or whatever well he, he launched the kickstarter to get people to pay him to write a design guide for a new game yeah, which yeah. he then took to ea and they said no and they and they said no so and so he's like all right i'm out of games entirely so I mean, how fucking disingenuous is that to the people who paid you to do that yeah that's crazy yeah um, pay somebody to do this yep yeah so other other things that might get shown um i know something from activision Um, I, I Are they going to save it uh, for Microsoft maybe, instead? <laughs> uh, probably not. Maybe the Cyberpunk expansion? Yes, well, CD Projekt Red is listed as one of the 40 partners, um, but they've already said that they're downscaling a lot of what was going to happen with Cyberpunk. 
Um, so it's supposed to get because they have seventy DLCs. other projects they got to work on yeah, to be able to they, mess they've up. Got Phantom, Phantom Liberty, which is supposed to be out soon. Yeah, that's so, the only expansion for it. Yeah, yeah the only so, story expansion. Starring at Eldris Elba. Really relying yeah. on them superstars, huh? Um, yeah. I don't know. I just I'm I'm not as interested this year in the Summer Game Fest as I was before, just because of the knowledge of two of the big three are are, are there in a hot and very much and there's no way nintendo is going to give everything anything to keely they never do no so they're, they're listed they're listed as a partner but that'll probably be just to show adverts for zelda Dude. tears of the kingdom yep. which probably yep. most people are watching would have bought already anyway yep i'm giving up an hour of playtime right now just to talk with you chaps <laughs> well we thank you for doing that i i like the bitterness in that. <laughs> it, right. I, I can see this being. I can see this being another one. Okay. Okay. Joke question for everyone. Um, Mitch, you can get on in this as well because we're not talking about PlayStation. Um, after Summer Games Fest, it's a Game Fest. Um, how many hundred million um, people is Jeff going to say watch the stream? Ooh. Because um... last last time. He wouldn't give out the live stream figure. He said total views of the stream was was it something crazy like nearly a hundred million views? But not hundred million people did not tune in live to watch that. No, um, he's going to go a little oh, higher I, I this think... year. He's going to say one hundred and fifty. Yeah. Even though it's probably not true, <laughs> just because he needs to I make think... it sound like it's getting bigger. Where maybe this year it's probably getting smaller. One hundred and fifty million unique IPs interacted with the stream content at some point for some amount of time. Yeah, for for longer than sixty seconds. Ooh, think, that that, um, that was even Keely, that was even more than I was giving, like more credit than I was giving. I think Keely actually benefits from having PlayStation go like a couple of weeks early this year, like. It's just sort of like people that don't usually tune into games, right? Stuff tune into Sony stuff, gets them mm -hmm. excited, hyped yeah. up, and suddenly they're paying attention when Kiwi's event comes around. And I think yeah. that might benefit them in some way. Yeah, I don't know. I don't... Last time I was the first time it was during lockdown, and I watched it because there was nothing else. <laughs> last last time, I... like I said to you guys, I'm getting. And I don't think it's because I'm old and I'm a cynical bastard. I just don't think there's much for me to get hyped about. And so I'll watch these things and think kind of my my base level is going to be I'll watch it. And then if I see something really excited, I probably will get really excited because I'll be even more surprised than all of you are because my base level of excitement will be that much lower <laughs> for a starting point than all of yours. Um, no, I, think exactly, I, started, exactly. I think my starting point for Summer Games Fest is actually pretty low. Actually, let's just go around the room. What is your hype level for this year's Summer Game Fest? And then, like, compare it to last year and just, like, say, like, oh, like, for me, like, right now my hype out of 10, I'm, like, at a 6, maybe a 5. And, like, last year I was probably more on, like, the 7 just because... I mean, obviously, I knew we were announcing something, but also, like, uh, knowing that they were getting us, knew I would, they probably were going to have just as more interesting things, which they did. So, mm -hmm. I just, I think my expectations is a lot lower. Actually, I'm going to stick with a five. I'm going five. It's just like, I'm slightly thinking they might have something, but I just am not feeling it as much. 
Um, my hype level for anything in specific is at like a three. Like I really have almost no expectations for anything specific, but in a way that puts my like surprise meter up at like a seven or eight. Cause I'm like, I'm willing to be pleased. If nothing happens, I'm like, I'm fine. So I'm like, my actual expectations are about a, like a three because there are so many things that are, have been coming to fruition for 2023 because of delays of 2021, 2022, etc. Like you're getting, you're getting, for crying out loud, you're getting a Mortal Kombat and a Street Fighter. We're getting um, Armored Core in, in June. We've already gotten Zelda. We've already gotten all these different things. Like it's to actually be a gamer, this year's already great. It's hard to, uh, like, when the year is bad, you expect more of, like, a, an event like this to try and give you hope for the future. But this year's been pretty good. Like, this year's been pretty good for a lot of different people. Um, so, the only thing that, to be honest, like, even if I'm not going to play it that much, the uh, I'm just really uh, interested in if, if whether or not Xbox will um, do anything Silk Song related like um th that i think would be the one surprise that would be like oh you got me because like they've been futzing about with that for so much but yeah to answer your question i think my actual excitement's about like maybe a three uh, but i'm willing to be pleased um i'd say i'm like a six or a seven for keyboard show um mainly because there's just so much gestating right now like there's loads of things out there that need to be announced and they're just sort of sitting waiting there for them it's, it's kind of weird, like, not knowing, because, like, games projects just take so long to be developed these days, so you don't really have any good clue when something's going to come out. I have a feeling Take-Two will be there, though, with something big, and I'm not talking, like, um, like Grand Theft Auto or anything like that, but they, they do have a, a lot of big projects that, that they are just sort of waiting to show, and... I'm I'm interested, especially given that E3 getting cancelled, probably for good, might divert a lot of attention over to Geely's show, and and also coming off of the last Game Awards, um, I'm I I feel pretty positive about him because I thought uh, the last show that they had was probably the best one that he did. Um, so yeah, like a six or a seven, we'll always going with low expectations because then then you won't be disappointed. Four. I'll split the difference between Mikey and Mitch. Um, I, I, I was thinking in my head, if zero is, I'm not going to watch it. Okay, this depends on what time it streams in the UK. Um, because if it starts at ten o'clock, if it starts at ten o'clock at night, it's a zero, and I'll watch it the next day. Um, Sony's a zero. Well, that's day that's of the nine, that's nine, day nine of the PM. day of the devs. Oh, is it? Oh, okay. I thought yeah, it was yeah nine PM nine PM BST. So I'll I'll be watching Sony's. Um, just weekend. Just I was just looking at the dates, and it looks like I'm actually going to be away for the Xbox one. Um, <laughs> uh, Speaking of Xbox, yeah. let's talk about it. We're skipping over day of the devs. That's fine. Yes, and future game show. Um, well, it's not even on the list. And Netflix, yeah. uh, like weak games, whatever. Uh, pointless. So, yeah. and one thing that we'll, I've, I've, they've, they've showed some stuff on it before, and I'm guessing that, that there'll be um, 
more coming. I want to see a, a little bit more um, about the um, episodic Star Trek game. And I'm yeah. guessing that's going to be at um, Summer Game Fest rather than anywhere else. Um, so I yep. want to see stuff about that. That will get me. That will get. That will push me up from a four to a, over a four, and maybe a four point two. See how see how the rest of the showcase goes. Right. Uh, Xbox. Mitch, you love an Xbox. I've heard. <laughs> I have no expectations for this. My 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 levels at like a two. I honestly really don't like. They could show me. They could show me the coolest thing I've ever seen in my life. I don't believe them. Like they've they are they are a, a company that has failed in execution so many times on big budget games that like they they show you something and then you're like, oh, that's so exciting, and it's like just a logo. Or a CG trailer, and 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 like, I did, yeah. Like to be I honest, I doubt we'll get two Hi-Fi rushes in one year. And Hi-Fi Rush isn't even a great game; it's just a good game. Like there's, yeah, it's not. Yeah, that's that's the, that's an like important bar that Microsoft has been failing to hit. But I, people are giving them so much credit for just a good game, and I think that's bullshit. Well, and also, all they did was went to um, Tokyo GameWorks and said, "If you got any games, we'll buy it." We don't. We don't care. Hi, it's Hi-Fi Rush. Well, it's a rhythm game. It's so shaded. Yeah, yeah. We'll we'll buy it. We need something. I'm just. I'm just. I mean, I, Phil, I, Big I, Phil I, said I it himself. He basically just said, "You can't believe the words that come out of my mouth. We have to prove it to you." Well, like this is another time for you to talk more out of your, you out of your ass to like say you're, you're making good games. And I just don't believe you. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to put the whole um, sort of, uh, I guess, brand problems out of the way <laughs> for the time being. I, I'm trying to not think about it too much because, I, I, I mean, I enjoy these shows just for the sort of uh, presentation part of it. You know, how, how much I'm impressed by what they show, how they pace the shows. Um and I think they have a lot of good stuff to do, like to show. And to a certain degree, I do think, while I, I think Xbox are doing a terrible job right now, I do think there are a few things that will probably be successful, regardless of <laughs> of of Xbox and the way they manage things. Like like things from Obsidian, I, I expect them to probably be self-managing most of their projects, and, and I expect they'll be good games. So, so I'm excited to see a bad. And, and I'm excited to see. Um, you're not going to see about like you're going to see Outer Worlds well, two why, before why, you're ever going to see about. Because you're going to see Outer Worlds two before you see about. No, we're not. Because Outer Worlds two is further away than about. They announced Outer Worlds two first, though. No, they didn't. They announced about first. Well, they, yeah, just as yeah. a teaser concept trailer. Which yeah, and, and and they literally announced the Outer Worlds two and made a joke in the trailer for which they announced it that is clearly far far away, which I thought was really kind of funny. But at the same time, it's like, then why did you do it? <laughs> well, they did it on they did it on purpose to mock. Yeah, people releasing stuff. So okay, show me Hellblade two and give me a goddamn release date. Yeah, hopefully that's this year because Xbox really needs to 
pick up the pace with their output. You know, it's, it's yeah. just. The, you yeah, know, that, there needs that... to be some hope at the end of the year. When you look back on the year <laughs> and you look at the mess that happened in the middle of the year, you say, oh, they released two good games, so I feel a bit better about them. Or else yeah, their sales that, are going to suffer. That's actually kind of the, uh, the, the possible surprise there is because Starfield has its own direct, meaning it's kind of an open slate um, for what they actually do in the showcase. So... They could throw some surprises, but exactly like Mitch said, all of uh, Microsoft's surprises um, are weighted down with giant millstones of blocks of salt um, waiting for them to actually either release or to um, release and actually be good. Also, so, what surprises? They announced every AAA that, game they're working on, basically, for no, the next no, 7,000 no, years, they basically. They, they haven't, because they bought so much. Not even close. Like, there's a lot of stuff gestating in smaller titles probably like a high-fi um, compulsion games project you know like in fairness to the mitch they do still have a lot to show we're, we're all skeptical of what the quality will be when all of these projects release but in fairness to them they do have a lot and and that's the concerning part because it's like do they have too much are they just buying things and hoping something sticks to the wall you know yes yeah but that, that's but the problem but they definitely have stuff to show you're, 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 that's, that's some very weird metaphors to mix um, because they're, they're basically buying lumps of shit and throwing it at a wall. Well, they're, they're buying stuff that's pretty good and, and hoping it will, you know, because it's uh, like, are they quality. going to ruin, are they going to ruin Actually, the things that they bought? They ruined Actually, a be, no, a better, a better, a better metaphor. Here, here you Did go. they, is, though? No, here's a better metaphor. You, you buy a fresh apple. And they just let it sit too long where it got moldy. So when they threw it to someone to try to feed it to them, all of a sudden they've realized it's going to make them sick. That's it's too early to, to use that analogy, personally, to me. What, what I would ask you all is if we've got a Xbox game showcase directly followed by a Starfield Direct, wonder where they got the name for a Starfield Direct from. Um, how long... Do you think both of those things are going to be? I think they so if, if... Well, okay. So let me let me do one more thing about this showcase type thing. Like, I'm out la in five. La last year, last year, this company, Xbox, in a showcase, decided that Persona coming to Game Pass was enough to be a big announcement. It was a big announcement, Mitch. It's not. Like, it was. It's not. Yeah, it, it, it is. It, it is a big not. announcement. It's an announcement of a franchise that people love is coming to their platform for the first time. It's like when yeah, Final Fantasy games that are like, like Final 10 years years old. came to Xbox. But that's still a big deal, Mitch. No, it's like, and, not. And it's Persona not enough. For, Royal, it's not, it's not big enough out. for a showcase. Like, you don't see Sony doing that on not. a showcase, do you? Of course I don't. they do. They show tons of indie games and expect you to clap. Like, come on, this is an unnecessary no, unfair no, thing no, to point out. Persona's not an indie game. Yeah, you're you're comparing apples yeah, to exactly. oranges. It's a, it's, a, it's a bigger game than an indie game, Mitch. Like, there's games that people love and appreciate. What, what about Final, Final, Final Fantasy coming to Xbox? That was a, that's a big deal. That yeah. hadn't been on Xbox. Yeah, that um, was a huge deal. I don't see it as if, a big if, deal. If one of us aren't particularly interested in it, you can't deny that it's a big announcement because of the cachet that that franchise has. 
Yeah, Whether it, it makes a difference in the long term is another yeah. question entirely, but it's still a nice announcement to have. Like the uh, on your showcase? To play no, JRPG. not on your showcase. showcase. I'm not. I'm not denying that it's a, like yeah. a good get for them. I'm not denying that at all. I'm denying the fact well, that then it's, it's worth showcase. showcase. It's, it's not showcase. It's not showcase worthy announcement. Are of you kidding me? It's when you have nothing to show and you want to be able to fill some space. That's what it is. I, when... I disagree. I disagree entirely. Yeah, but um... I think that's just being hard on them unnecessarily. Do you think we'll? Do you think we'll uh, uh, actually see? Because they're, um, of the uh, like these games will be out in twelve months. Uh, announcement of last year. Are, they, are there any of those fall. left? Well, they didn't fall through on that Did one because all none of them came out in twelve months. <laughs> well, that's that's like Probably saying Plexico. It's like that's like asking Plexico Burris is that, is that gun in your trousers loaded and cocked, um, <laughs> and then you shoot yourself in the leg. Um, that's nice. That's a good. That's a good one. That was daft. If you, there is. Fuck me! I don't have anywhere near the level of experience in working on game development. But if anyone had given me a controller and given and let me play Redfall, I could have told them this game needs more work. So I don't understand how you could have just sat back and said yeah this game's going to be released in it's going to be one of our game pass exclusive please be looking forward to games what the hell are they doing i mean literally um, microsoft yeah. are are burning all of their goodwill faster than billionaires can burn money by launching rockets into space for no fucking reason <laughs> I think I think I've picked on Microsoft enough, and I'm trying to have a bit more of a hopeful. I've, I've had two I've had two weeks of bitching about Microsoft, and they yeah. they 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 are seriously eating away any goodwill that I have towards them. Um, Isn't that what this presentation is for? It's the yes, exactly. Give you a little bit of goodwill, and hopefully yeah, say, push well, you over to the edge when Starfield comes out, and hopefully that doesn't take or hit any more goodwill. Yeah. Oh, um, there, there, there's one thing that uh, Xbox could bring out at their showcase that I would actually really enjoy is this is uh, Stalker 2 if they did anything mm -hmm. regarding Stalker 2 well, I, I think there's some value in the Xbox presentation specifically just for third party games like yeah. there's loads of stuff I'll be excited about that has nothing to mm -hmm. do with Xbox but will just be there exactly. like hopefully yep. Persona 3 Remake fingers crossed I'd be very excited about what would, what would get me really excited? I don't know. The the Telltale Expanse game is going to be on Game Pass, which they haven't confirmed or they've confirmed yeah, the release I'll date. If someone says, yeah, that's coming to Game Pass, I will be hyped. Um, similarly with the with the episodic Star Trek game, they said that's going to be launch Game Pass. Thank you very much. I will lap that up as well. Um, but I know... Is there really? I, I'm I'm racking my brains. Other than say, right, Hellblade Two releasing this year, and it's going to come. I don't know three months after Starfield launches or something like that, so that they don't. Um, not that, not that they care about cannibalizing sales anymore. It's all about getting the subscriber base up back up. Um, 
but then they made the changes to the subscription model that means you can uh, game pass ultimate is the the only scheme that you can get unless you want to sign into your microsoft account and change it online i don't i don't think hellblade is coming this year and i only say that because probably not probably because oh no phil spencer himself said that Phil, well, Phil read, restated the statement of we have one one game a quarter. If Starfield is coming out and in, in where it's coming, then it's that's the quarter. So maybe yep. early 2023 and then yep. get pushed and, to maybe mid-2023 or end of 2023. Um, I'll make a bold prediction right now. Um, I, I personally do think the Hellblade like, team is coming out in November. But it's that. They call me out on it when I'm wrong. <laughs> yeah, I think you're dead and wrong. This is, but this is the thing. Is that they're saying we want to have one one big game a quarter. Um No, they didn't say saying? big game, they just said a game a quarter because they said they might be in, it might be smaller titles, but like first party games a quarter. Like he did, he did sort of um hint towards it being big games. And then he said just smaller games to fill out the catalogue where we yeah. failed to meet that criteria. Yeah. yeah, like replace, so, like you... replace. I'm still waiting for that. That's like that and Stalker yeah. Two are the two like of the like next twelve months games that I'm like I really well, he, want these games. Well, he counted Hi-Fi yeah. Rush and Pentiment as titles that counted. Yeah, well, well, he a game a quarter because he because he regarded them to have failed to have met that criteria for the past few months or, or for the past couple of years. That's not what he said so in the interview, he, though. Well, he did, like, because I, I, he said going forwards. I think because everything he's ever said has was, been always consistent yeah. all the time. Yeah, the, the impetus there is that they failed to do what he said they would do. Yeah, the, I think the thing for me is when it when it comes to anything that they announce is, do I believe you? <laughs> um, now, and and this is what I mean about burning away goodwill is okay. Jim Ryan could start the, the Sony press conference and say. Um, so showcase. Sorry, get my fucking terminology right. Um, otherwise, some Sony fanboys will be after me. I'm looking at well, two of them. Kind of okay, two and a half because Mikey owns a PC as well. Um, and a Switch. I I do when when Sony announce something, I do trust that it's going to come out when they say that it will and be of a certain level of quality that um or a potential what... slight delay but like it still will match the quality of what they were looking for right yeah um but what i distrust about sony is their corporate view of their customer base where it's kind of it's it's almost like hello cash cows i i'm here to milk you fuckers um it's a bit like nintendo in that sense Whereas I think Xbox were looking more at building a sense of good goodwill up. Is it here's Game Pass? Here's the here's the thing that you can't possibly do without. Here's here's a load of titles of games um, that you can play for a, a low low monthly cost, um, and you can get all of Microsoft's first party available too. Um, but your first party sucks balls, mate. I like how that's secondary. You like you said the, what you just yeah. said in your statement. You're just like you can play all these great titles and first party Microsoft titles. You should be leading with that. It's like Game Pass. You can play Microsoft first party titles 
and all these other great all, all yeah, the other but it's titles. Not, but it's not but that to way. Me, that's not right. how it was pitched. It was exactly. pitched around the other way. Exactly. Here's this massive catalog of games, plus you can play all of Microsoft's first party titles day one. We just we just haven't figured out what day one looks like and what the game will look like when it comes out on day one. Other than Forza. Um all right, guys, I got to bounce. Everybody bounce. All right, cheers, Mikey. Bye, Mikey. All right, have a good night, guys. So I don't know. I'm really conflicted about Microsoft because they could show, if they showed a developer walkthrough of Avowed and say, this is, our, this is what this is going to look like what's that um new first person shooter that's coming out it's made by the um uh east european developer it's kind of like a, a fantasy doomish thing that oh really cool. the immortals of the something yeah of the something beginning of a haven't there or something yeah if that if they said coming to game pass i'll be like yes please i'm having some of that um so there there are certain third party things that if they've been doing deals behind the scenes I could get excited about but I don't know is the, is but there even they announced they're saying that... they're having difficulties trying to get third party exclusives Yeah but it doesn't have to be exclusive it just has to be coming yeah. to game pass Yeah it, what he meant by that was actual exclusives like games that are exclusive for their platform for six months to a year or permanently that that doesn't necessarily mean that you can't get games that you know come to all fair. platforms but are totally. on game pass day one yeah so they're, they they have they've got an opportunity here to um take a swing and hit big i just don't trust them to do it i think they're more likely um, to strike out if anything using your analogy um, oh, so I think the more likely thing that they'll do is they'll bunt. No, no, not bunt. They'll get hit and be able to jog to the next base because yeah. people are going to forgive them a little bit more because they're like, oh, but it's coming to Game Pass though, so oh, I guess I guess they can have the man on base. Yeah, and and this is not, this can is I the... also point out that as much as we like to go on about Xboxes not releasing quality games. You know, the problem has them been releasing. Like, when are these games coming out? They just don't release anything. It's like Halo Infinite was a mess. But there was still a good game underneath that, you know. But it just wasn't the product that they need. There is. If you play the multiplayer, the, the just, just the way that game works is perfection. Like, it feels like Halo 3. It feels great. I didn't play the multiplayer. Like, I would disagree with you that Halo Halo Infinite was a mess. I'd just say Halo 3's open yeah, world was dull. Yeah, it's just isn't it? Yeah, that's true too. I yeah. mean, I would um, just say Halo broken, was incomplete, if anything. It was lacking of what it was yeah. supposed to have, but it didn't have it because they had to release it sooner than they wanted to, but that's just mm. because of peer pressure like to but the, put the title the, out. Halo, Halo was symptomatic of 343 shifting the bed every time they have to release a Halo game. I hate Halo 4. I hate it with a passion. Halo 5, I haven't played it. I know that's a mess as well. And and, and Halo Infinite uses this brand new engine and tries to do all of these things. They rebooted the project multiple times. It was a mess. 
but that's but more of an argument outside, to stop them. When, when, no, no, but my point is, when you look outside of, of Halo and you look outside of Dreadfall and you look at everything else they've released, they've released pretty quality games that don't have bugs. You know, we're talking like Age of Empires, we're talking Forza, we're talking Gears of War. That's not the output we should expect from them, and it isn't. But other than these two big issues, like we don't know what the quality of their games going forwards is going to be. So, so I, I don't want to throw them completely under the bus just yet because we don't know. It's just our confidence that they will deliver is just going down. Phil, but, Phil, but they still have the great potential to release some quality games. Phil wouldn't notice if you threw him under a bus because he'd be playing too busy playing Vampire Survivor <laughs> on mobile. <laughs> I mean, to be honest, dear, like I get where you're. I get where you're saying, in like being like, hey, like you know, there's so much potential here. There's so much potential here. Someone can have the greatest potential in the world, but not be able to meet their their true potential. Yeah, through, but we through, already through know their, that. Through what we, they we do. already know that. And the so point like, is, I don't want to be negative towards them anymore. We don't know what's going to happen. I, I, I. I would like to give them the benefit of the doubt to a certain degree See, and hope that they can do that. I mean, you can do that, Especially but to be honest, I've been giving them the benefit of the doubt for like six years and they have not done anything to really convince me that I should give them more of the benefit of the doubt. I think that's the problem here. And like, I think I, I get where you're coming but, from, but, Liam, and I know you're more was, lenient it was, about it. Was, it, it, was, like, it was six years ago that they started first making big purchases, you know, because before then they had nothing. They had the Halo studio, they had the, the Gears studio, they had Forza, I, and that was I, pretty much I, it. I get it. And then I, they started purchasing a bunch of stuff. I We're get still it. waiting for those purchases to show what's what they could accomplish with those purchases. You know, we're waiting. We can't really comment because they haven't released anything yet. I mean, but Which that's is a problem all, in of itself. Thank you. It is. But it's games six also years. take a long like, time. You can to make a game in six years. Stuff. You can make a title in six years. It is not that no, difficult no, to do like, so. What, what what did they buy first in, in twenty sixteen? A lot doesn't. of those like a lot a lot of those studios were already working on games for other companies, like Ninja Theory, like Obsidian, you know. And you know, when say what if Avowed comes out next year. It will have been five years, I think, that game has been developed for since 2017. And if you're looking at that from the perspective, five years is a pretty good time for a game to be in development, especially a game of that size and scale. You know, an RPG like The Elder Scrolls or something like that. But, you know, I, I would like to take a step to just wait and see a little bit more. You've dragged on them enough. So I'm going to, sh I'm going to throw out a prediction then. I'll, I'll throw out a few predictions. One is that they will split the presentation into so if it's ninety minutes overall, yeah, um, they will do um, fifty minutes for Xbox. They will do half an hour for Starfield, and the remainder of the time is Todd Howard talking bollocks. And when you say um, Xbox, do you just mean Xbox first party? Or how much do you expect that to be actual no, first party games? I don't expect there to be much first party. Um, I expect there to be a lot of third party. I expect a, a lot of this game is going to be coming to Game Pass, but they're not making it. Um, but the, my other bold prediction is that Avowed is coming in um, a year's time. So the date that Starfield launches is going to be a similar 
window to when Avowed comes out. So that you've got your big sci-fi RPG, and then a year later, you're going to have your big fantasy RPG. Yeah. And in between, at some point, you'll get um, your single-player story-driven um, cinematic type game in Senua's Saga. I mean, I just, I really want to, hopefully they have something better from Hellblade. I really want to see something compelling from them. Like, to be honest, the the trailer, I keep watching it over and over again, and it's just no context, confusing, uncompelling to me. I don't think it's at all interesting compared to the original title. Um, so I'm nervous I, I, about I Hellblade. Think, how, how do you show a game like Hellblade on that stage? How, yeah, how do you? It's really like, challenging. Well, they I just think, show I, the slice well, of their game that looks good. I think you can. I mean, the tricky part is I don't know what the game is, so I can't answer that question for you. It's them to answer well, the question for me. And so if they're not going to be able to do it, that's on them. That's not on me to tell them how to do it. Because well, Mitch, it's, it's, it, it, it's it a, a disingenuous simple, question like, to say, how would they do it? Error. And I don't know what the game is, to be honest. And the fact that but, I don't know what the game is the, makes so, it even more yeah, of Mitch, a question. We, we, right? we, we, we do this all the time. time. We, we make up shit all the time about is it how we might think something might do something. Sure. Um, you're, that's, that's, that's an expert question dodging by putting it back onto Liam, by the way. Um, I'm, have, you been watching, <laughs> have you been watching some politicians dodge questions recently? Because that's a great one. Sorry, I've been um, watching a lot of Republicans as of late. <laughs> yes. um, um, no, I'm just... What, what I would love from them is like... That trailer they showed, to me gave me nothing of interest or of like what is going on it very much just only at had questions and no answers and nothing of questioning for me that i feel like i could find answers to or feel like i would understand answers to i understand it's the first trailer but that's their that's their choice this is what they decided to put out or you were talking about the slice of gameplay slice of gameplay yeah okay in which case um, if you were just talking about the trailer, I would agree. However, that slice of gameplay, I feel like you're being hypercritical. I'm being hypercritical because yeah. I really love the first title. And I was a little but, but disappointed Mitch, on that's how the thing it is, is The difference between this game and most others, like say if you're showing a new IP, you have to show a little bit. What is this? What does it do? You know, you've already played Hellblade 1 and you have a good idea of what the project could be like. They're just showing you, oh, this is, look at the graphics in this. This is a much bigger game has more money obviously going through it you know and then the game isn't released yet they still have time to show you all kinds of stuff with the game and why you should buy it over the first game and that's why I the said principle I... of making a sequel is anybody that liked the first game would be interested in the second game so you don't have to really push you know the boat out that much well that's why i well, said just... i hope they have a more compelling trailer that's all that's all i'm saying like i hopefully they have something more compelling that's going to make me more interested in the title because right now i am worried for the title more than just worried in regards to like i don't want to buy it which makes me feel bad because i actually would want to buy it if it's a good title so like hopefully they have something like that's all like that's all i care about right like again all i want is these titles to be good um and this is why i think it's going to be a mix of stuff which is i'd say probably two-thirds um third party coming to game pass at some point um and then the the other third is going to be here's the game pass for game pass i'm even confusing myself the xbox first party stuff um 
and when it might be available, even if it's just on a Q4, Q1 next year. Um, and then they'll get onto, and then Todd Howard will show up and lie about Starfield. Yeah, I'm just um. In the end, what's my hype level? A four. Like I just, I, I like, and I know it. I know you. You said your thing, Liam. But for me, my good graces are gone. So like, I'm done with the with the showing of things. I just want to play the things and have them be good. And you can show me all you want, but like, I don't believe you anymore. To be honest, the, show on... show me once. Shame on you. Show me the same thing twice. Shame on. I mean, this is the same. This is the same company, and this is kind of my final thought. This is the same company that decided to be the final thing to show in a showcase is Redfall, and then look what we got. That's that. That was their decision to do that. They didn't have to put Redfall last on their showcase multiple years ago, but they chose to do it, and then this is what okay. they give us. If, so if I just do, good graces if, are gone. <laughs> if we're going to do hype levels, I'm. I'm as excited for this as I could possibly be. So I'm going to start at a five. <laughs> and the reason that I'm going to start at a five is because there are certain things that they could show and say, this is kind of, like I've said, Telltale at the Expanse game. If they say that's coming to Game Pass, thank you very much. Um, uh, the... Um, other Telltale studio who's not Telltale anymore making the Star Trek game. If they said that's coming to Game Pass, thank you very much. Um, but this is the showcase where they've got the biggest opportunity to make me feel shit. <laughs> so obviously I've got no investment in PlayStation at the moment. At some point I'm going to get a PS5. I can't afford it because I need to spend money on glasses and a dentist. So my, my PS5 fund was gradually creeping up and then shot way down. Um uh so I don't I know what I know what to expect from PlayStation. I'm currently bemused as to what I might get from Xbox. But if they start saying that there's some games that I am actually looking forward to coming out this year, and they say, I can play this on Game Pass, thank you very much, I will take that, Mr. Phil. Thank you, Mr. Phil, sir, can I have another? Um, but if that doesn't happen, they don't show anything first party that's going to be of interest to me. And then if Todd shows up and Starfield is boring, I can see me that I can see that five going down to one pretty damn quick. They're basically on a very tight rope for you, is what you're trying to say. Well, it's, I, I'm going to start higher, but they've got a greater chance of going down quicker. Gotcha. Um, Liam. Um, Why well, I think um, I think this recent controversy is going to be a big impetus to show their hand. I I I I. I think Microsoft have made a lot of mistakes over the years, but I still think they have enough self-awareness to realise when they're really fucking things up. And after nine years of do you think so? Yes, I do. Um, Give him and... a lot of credit. <laughs> well, he wouldn't if he, um, didn't, if he didn't 
owned that, he wouldn't have done that X-Cast interview. Yeah. And okay, yeah, they they weren't they weren't really as hard on him as they possibly could be, but he had no reason to show up and do that. Yeah, I think Phil more than anything he's honest, and and I think you, you should realise that with all of the things going on, he's managing. You know, he's got to be managing Bethesda. He's got to be managing Xbox internally. He's got to be dealing with the CMH and and FEC shit on the side. And he's probably got to be talking to third party developers and and, and making deals with them and talking to them and, and seeing probably you know, they're probably in early development on the next Xbox console, you know, to a certain degree. He's a man with a lot of things going on and he's about to get more full hands if the purchase of Activision Blizzard goes through. And it's just like, if you can't manage all of that, Bill, either you get out of the kitchen or you hire some more people that can do those things for you. Uh, um, but getting away from that, like, I, I think they, their pressure's on them now. Like, they've got a lot of things that they need to correct. They've got a lot to show. I think um, they've got a lot to prove. And, and I'm excited for it, if just from a third-party perspective, because I think there'll be loads of interesting games there. And 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 I do still have some hope for the future. I, I do think, even if things don't go well, I think they'll all eventually get fired. And then there's still a lot of talent there. There'll be somebody that could come in and course-correct for them. I don't think I don't think it's the end of the world with this Redfall business, because quite frankly, I don't think Phil's eye was ever on the ball with that. I don't think Redfall Which isn't is... a big enough game for them to have shit the bed on and that be the end yeah. of it. Exactly. I mean, um, I, I've been listening to some people talking about it, um, like some of the stuff going on internally at Arcane Austin, and apparently most of the developers knew that game, like, they like to say, like, but the developers knew that game was a piece of shit, and they were happy to release it, and I, I think that's a shame because they're all so focused on another project that's going on within the studio and don't seem to really care about releasing half-baked piece of shit. You know, yeah, so but then I, that's, I when, know. that's when your parent company should step in and say, this game isn't good enough. Exactly. But it is the way it is, I guess. Is it, and I know, I know people can say that's is it like... Quasi Quirteng not apologising for tanking the economy within his um, mini budget that meant the British economy tanked by thirty billion pounds, and him saying, "Would you like to? Um, do you regret making that decision?" He said, "That was then. This is now. We need to move on." It doesn't. Yes, yes, that's the case, but it doesn't make, mean it's not shit. And that's that's how I, I kind of feel with how Microsoft is managing, uh, or Xbox is managing its studios at the moment. It's kind of you, I, I don't know if I I need to go to some kind of self corrective class, but I, I'm I feel like I'm getting more towards Mitch's point of view more and more, and that worries me significantly. <laughs> well, that, that's I've been, been worried for years, Keith. I've been worried for years. I don't want to be in this place. Oh no, I don't. They I put don't me there. They I mean, took I'm, I'm me and well. put me in this corner that I need to stand in because I need to advocate for better, and I can't. And people are saying, "No, that's fine. It's fine. It's fine." Oh, they're oh, they just tripped here. They tripped there, and it's like, no, they're messing up badly. Fix it, please. 
because I yeah, want to play good games. That's all I care about. I don't care who you are. I don't care if you're Ubisoft, whatever. Make good games. That's all I fucking well, we care about. To, to, should we cover Ubisoft very quickly? Okay. I, I just um, that at the end of the day, uh, even though I'm losing faith in Microsoft every day, I still have a lot of faith in a lot of the studios they end to put out something good. See, I, I think that still means something. I mean, you can have faith in the studios all you want, but if there's no management, things can go wrong very quickly. The management, there, there's levels of management in games creation. We all know it. You know, yeah, for like North Dog, you have the studio management and then you have the people above them that keep them in order. Yeah, but it doesn't mean that good games can't still be made from half-baked management from the publisher side. Well, that happens all the As time. EA has proved for years. Yes, I was just about to say. Um, <laughs> is it? But then you've you've got people like Evan who gush over um, Arcane, and I, I I don't know. I'm putting words in his mouth, but he's not here, so I'm going to fucking do it anyway. He would say Arcane would never. They've got the artistic integrity of the. I'm assuming he rubs his nipples whenever he talks about <laughs> Arcane Studios. Um, <laughs> Uh, they would never put out a game that's less in quality than than their other titles that are amazing, like Dishonored and Prey, the two of the best and most amazing immersive sims. And he's rubbing his nipples again. Um, but they did. And from what people are leaking out of the studios is that they knew it was a piece of shit. So if you can't trust the studios themselves to do something, you need better oversight of what the studios are doing. And where does that ultimately sit? That sits with Matt, Matt, Matthew Banks. No, no. It, it sits um, with Pete Hines and then Phil Spencer. We can't give Matt's booty any of the any of the turmoil for this game because he's only in charge of Xbox Game Studios. And, he's and not in charge of the No, no. He's only in charge well, of the studios. Then it's, then it's Bethesda's management it, it structure. Would be, and, it would be Pete Hines who's... Well, it's yeah. Phil Spencer for letting them do that. Well, Pete Hines and then Phil Spencer. Yeah. So, it, and we we know that Bethesda are fucking shocking, particularly Todd Howard, about being a magpie for various different things. It's like, oh, shiny! I'm going to work on this amazing thing. Oh, I've had another idea. I'm going to go off and work on this amazing thing and leave something else half baked. Um, Fallout seventy six, anyone? Um, so they've got form for it. So why would you not want to scrutinise a studio who you know you've got form for kind of leaving things half-baked? Because um, they believe in the anyway. IP, not not necessarily all the creators behind that IP. I, I still I still doubt heavily that they didn't know this game. Like, they absolutely knew that this game was a piece of trash, and they were probably waiting in the wings thinking, yeah, this game's not going to be very good. But they just didn't realise how not good it would be and how much of a shame it was. They think they'd just throw this to the wind and people wouldn't care that much because it's on Game Pass. <laughs> well, is it, which is interesting because the critical the critical reception has been shocking. Um, but they've already paid for it. It's on Game Pass. Do you want to know of a worse game that is still on Game Pass? I mean, this game was garbage. I mean, actual shit. Worse than Redfall's part. It was worse than Redfall. Um... And that was that piece of shit Iron Man simulator that EA put out. Oh, Anthem. And you can still download the, that off Game Pass. I'm if not I sure. Was, I think Anthem is one of that. If I was Phil Spencer, I would be saying to whoever curates the store, 
that game is it that, that is meant to be an online game get that off our fucking store <laughs> don't let people download it because like Mitch is saying it's, it's, it's almost as if they're more focused on the amount of games that they can put out than the quality of the games that, the, that is on there been and yeah, saying it some, for years Microsoft always cares yeah, about some quality there. never quality hang on, hang on, hang on. Because I don't, I don't want to absolve PlayStation from ire from me at the moment. Because PlayStation was selling um, the story of Black Tiger or Eye of Black Tiger, which is a Unity asset flip where you just wander around a barren open world and bite trees and stuff because the AI is so shockingly bad. Um, yeah, but, but, but they stopped. They they unreleased the Cyberpunk. They stopped Cyberpunk, yeah. but they they allowed. They were the only one to. I don't recall if Microsoft even pulled it off their store. No, no they didn't. I, I think that was an overreaction in my opinion. But there you go. Yeah. Um, but so you've got Sony who are, are playing one side off against the other in that sense. Not that's that's, that's the wrong thing to say in that, but. You, they overreacted on one sense and underreact on others. So they allow the crappy indie games to get pushed out, which are Unity asset flips. But as just nobody fun, cares because no one cares. Yeah, they say, yeah. oh, you bought you bought it for seven ninety nine. Fuck you. Um, <laughs> whereas on Game Pass, it's it's the opposite. It's, oh, it's it's free. So here you go. Here's a load of shit. Do you remember when the PlayStation 5 came out, Keith? And, and uh, that game was one of the few games that wasn't compatible with the PlayStation 5 in backwards compatibility. Mm. And ironically, one of the first games that got patched by the developer. <laughs> it's just like, oh, thanks. Yeah, I, we really needed that patch. Thanks, buddy. <laughs> yeah, if, any, if anyone... Um, if, Mitch, if you want to go and see what kind of QA control there is on the PlayStation Store, go and search for Black Tiger. It's a, Gil, um, it's a Gilbert P. B. Pontis one. It was one of the people who tried to sue Steph, Ster Steph Sterling over um, them writing shitty reviews and <laughs> saying all you do is Unity asset flips. It's, it's not available on the Xbox Store. It is available on the PlayStation Store. So both, both sides are deserving of some blame in this. But the the reason that don't get me started on the Nintendo um, uh, one thing I wanted shop. to point out, Keith, is uh, don't forget um, that the only reason Anthem is on Game Pass is because it's on EA Access and EA yeah, Access but, is part of Game Pass. I know, but that's not that's not the point I'm trying to make. If you're going to allow shit games on your platform, I mean, I think Red Bull's worse. So your point stands. Yeah, well, once once a first-person sort of online game that's got shocking AI and the other was meant to be an online ongoing game which can't be online nor ongoing because EA shut the servers down before the game even launched. Um, and they left the Christmas decorations up for almost a year. Yeah. Um, I... I'm... As much as I'm confused as to what's going on with Square Enix, I'm probably equally confused as to what's going on at Microsoft. Because Square Enix seem batshit crazy. Microsoft, I'd like to think they would have a modicum of sense to know what they're doing. And the longer time goes on, the less and less confidence I have in their ability to deliver the things that they say they're going to deliver. This is more for me, it's like, Square Enix is bad shit crazy. Microsoft's incompetent. Yes. Well, at least Square Enix manages to release some actually 
great games. At least the batshit crazy leads to good games. <laughs> Right, well, and <laughs> NFTs and oh, play to earn, and the, I, I, but the, I, I, but the competency just leads to the shit. Yeah. Um, are we overreacting to one bad game? No, um, no, I don't think there's so. more than one bad game. I, I, I think we are to a certain degree, but no. but I, I I can't argue against it because I understand it, and I, and I do think that people need to have this mentality of Microsoft because they'll never learn otherwise. I think I think I think to... it's not it's not because of the it's not the one game it's that it's the final straw, you know. No, it's uh, it's, it's not about it's not about straw. bad games, Dave. It's about the ongoing potential mismanagement of the studios underneath the Xbox umbrella. That's what and, I'm... and it and it isn't the final straw because if it was the final straw, we'd all say Phil would be on his ass and cancel our Game Pass subscriptions and just stop. Yeah, which is, I'm 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 not cancelling my Game Pass subscription. I paid for I paid for another six months, which got me five months and a week and a couple of days, um, which is a total different story. Um, but that goes to, towards the, about the mismanaging and miscommunication from Xbox. They have the opportunity for me um, to potentially. deliver more from the summer of games showcases whatever directs you want to call them um, they've got the biggest opportunity to get more out of me than anyone else they've also got the biggest opportunity to make me feel less about the company than anyone else and on that note Thank you.